May the force be with you is a phrase used to wish a person well to overcome a challenge. The invitation in this podcast, May the Life Force Be With You, is to explore what it means to truly feel alive, to appreciate the physical, emotional and spiritual connection to our energy, and finally to understand how this impacts who you are and all that you do. May this conversation inspire you to thrive. Alive is an online course that helps you to reveal, meet and heal the patterns that cause you to lose your most precious resource, your life force energy. So if you're tired of feeling tired, visit starlight-temple.com slash alive and use the code podcast to get a half price discount on this process that aligns you into aliveness. Hi, I'm Fiona. I'm Karila. <laughs> and welcome to an episode, the latest episode of May the Life Force Be With You. Can you oh, believe we've done 25 episodes? <laughs> I actually think by the time this goes out, it's a lot more, my friends. I know, but like at the time of recording, we're about to go live at 25. That's wow. what happens when two tourists work together, isn't it? <laughs> it's what happens when the stories work together. Yeah, well, hey, it's our silver wedding. It's our silver anniversary. Uh, and I guess a, a massive thanks to everybody that's listened, supported, <laughs> participated, and come and joined us in the conversations as well. It's it's quite incredible how many people we've spoken to. Um and how much I've learned in the last few months. Yeah, it really is. I feel like with May the Life Force be with you, I feel like every show is an activation and it like activates me. And then I'm like, oh, I've learned all this new stuff. I have to put it into practice. Quite intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely, it definitely can be. And um, it's interesting, you know, how, um, there are many common themes about mm. what life force means to people. And there are also, you know, every time you speak to someone, there's something new, there's a different perspective. There'll be something that, you know, someone that's listening goes, huh, I hadn't thought of things <laughs> that way, whether it be the power of music or plants or nature or the planets you know um there's just so many different things that we've touched on even you know like i i, I love sarah's episode around how she can run 100 miles in, in bliss using mindset games you know it's just we've had some incredible conversations we really have and i want to ask you oh gosh what what does life force mean to you after after those 25 conversations well, at the moment, because I'm in Australia, it means recording late at night. But apart from that, <laughs> <laughs> it means being tired. tired. <laughs> no. Um, you know what? That's a really great question <laughs> that we ask everybody. Um, and I'm sure I said it on the first episode, so maybe just press rewind. But No, but I want to see if it's safe. Yeah, over the last few months, I think... I think life force energy for me sitting here right now kind of means the essence of who you are. Mm. 
it's of who you are now, who you were and who you can be. There's something about it being dynamic. It's not something that's fixed. It feels like it can change and it can grow and it can expand and it can be different things depending on where you are and what you need from it as well. And I feel like it's something that you can use to help you through situations and circumstances, whether it's through grief or some form of loss in your life or, you know, just a low day versus, you know, really feeling aligned and topped up when you're at the higher energy state as well. And when you're at that higher energy state, the beautiful thing for me for when your life force energy is topped up, it means you've got more to share with other people. Mm. And so that's my kind of reflection on how life and you were just feels. you were just in melbourne right yeah and that was a high state place for you hey yeah i used to live there and it's one of the happiest times of my life and how is it going back it used to feel very triggering because it was nostalgic to the point of loss and you know i had this life and but I was speaking to my old flatmate, Helen, um, while I was there and we were discussing the fact, because it's like nearly 16 years ago I lived there. And we were saying that it was a moment in time and, you know, you can't go back. It's not something you can revisit, but we're so grateful for this amazing set of circumstances that brought us together, that the time that we had, the other people that were connected with us at the time. Um, and that life experience. And so this revisit this trip, I just felt all that positive energy, that love, that fun, that freeing time. But we also said, you know what? We had some hardship. We we had some challenges within that time as well. Um, but we can see it from from a distance and it was magic. It was magical. <laughs> Yeah, I have the habit of looking back at my past with rose-tinted glasses <laughs> being like, it was so good and then I actually think about how hard it was. <laughs> but, like, I think we only remember. I think, you know, I reckon that the soul has the same thing that women who give birth have. <laughs> it's like this ability to, like, <laughs> only remember the good so that you come back again. <laughs> well isn't it funny that the memories that you do have you know the stories that get stuck in the groove like the record player there's some things that we revisit often in our minds yeah. and it, it's fascinating to me that there can be maybe like a dozen memories or stories or moments that for some reason get stuck in that groove in your brain and we choose to play that record and that song often there's so many other there, moments that pass us by. I wonder if there's a life force thing in that. I wonder if, like, the ones we revisit give us life force. I wouldn't be surprised. They must do. Well, you tell in us saying, one. You have one. Well, in, in saying that, they also, we can, because we're crazy humans, choose to cause ourselves pain. And so we can mm. also revisit ones that trigger that pain reaction and that pain is energy as well yeah you know, like pain is energy it's life it is life force given for sure it's it's I, f I feel like pain and pleasure are kind of how you know you're alive 
Oh, definitely. But do you know that that initial shock or adrenaline shot you get from something lasts mm-hmm. 90 seconds? It's a 90 second chemical reaction in your body. Thereafter, everything else you are feeling or feel is you replaying the story to keep that emotional trigger going in your body so set a timer for 90 seconds (laughs) i am gonna feel this for 90 seconds (laughs) and then everything after that you are choosing to replay that emotion and re-trigger your system but there's comfort in the pain to your point because it feels familiar and it's a story that we've told ourselves about who we are based in that memory. So we just keep on playing it. And maybe we're getting that hit. Like we're obviously not getting the actual yeah, yeah. adrenaline, but maybe yeah. we're like hashing the hit, you know? Yeah. like you get, addicted, you get addicted to the hit, So which is why you keep on playing it. So that is because that becomes the, the comfort trigger is like, this is how I'm going to feel. Yeah, I feel this way. And you keep repeating it. So I was going to ask you for a, a happy memory that you'll go that you go back to, but I actually want to know: Have you got a pain memory that you go back to? Oh yeah. You want to yeah. share it? Uh I mean, there, there's pain memories based around relationships. There's pain memories based around work decisions. There's pain memories maybe around hurt that you caused other people. Um. You know, I, 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 I remember the pain of leaving Melbourne because I left Melbourne to emigrate to L.A. I remember me and my ex at the time, Paul, just like sobbing our hearts out because we didn't really want to leave Melbourne. But we we're off on a new adventure. And this is like crazy washing machine of emotion. Um, and I can be back on that plane in an instant if I choose to and feeling that that heartache. Wow. Fact, now. So. So, yeah. So there's. But it was it was exciting as well. So there's that's what I was going to say. It's like a it's like a pain that is also exciting. I bet they're the pain memories we go back to where you're like, ah, this hurts so much, but it's so exciting and alive. Yeah, I, I think so. And I and I also I'm very grateful for having those punctuation moments because it does make you feel alive. And I think going back and visiting old places and and feeling about them the way that I do but as the state I'm in now you realize that um things change you change and I can have fond memories and I can choose to replay them and it feels good it feels good now there is power in going back though to old places like like I went I didn't go very far I went to London (laughs) and I went to uh, where I grew up, I went to my parents' house, and where I grew up, the the workshop I was at with Lara this weekend was um, in in West Hampstead, which is always really interesting to me because I go and I do this like big activation of the new self, and without fail, I come out of that tube in West Hampstead, and my whole energy body struggles, like like I get so triggered and there is no reason to be triggered and yet I get so so like you know for a long time I wouldn't go to West Hampstead like I just wouldn't because I was just too 
it was too much of a fast track into my pain body mm-hmm. and now it's like <laughs> you know like and there isn't you know there isn't anything there all the all the things are gone that cause that pain but it's just amazing to me there's a real power in in actually going there is because well we know that places have energy we've discussed this on one of our previous um podcasts and you know i think i've shared before that london does not vibrate at my frequency and now where i've got my whoop and the data shows me that i am significantly more stressed the second i get off that train from Brighton when i set foot in london it just has a frequency and energy a vibration whatever you want to call it a vibe that just doesn't doesn't gel with me and and i think it's maybe the buildings the 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 busyness of the people i i I don't know maybe it's past memory and trauma as well because i had some hard times when i lived there too so it's a hard place yeah it's a hard place to live i need to be beside the seaside it's a hard place for me though like london has that effect and then Mm. where i grew up west Hampstead has a different effect it's not like it's a like being punched in my solar plexus with my own depression and my own mental health and my own trauma it's a different effect (laughs) that's my suggestion don't go there don't go (laughs) or go there and do like loads of i don't know i feel like I didn't. That was my solution for ages. I was like, I'm just not going. Like, yeah, I just refused. Like, my parents lived there. And I just refused to go for years because I was like, I just cannot walk down that street. I cannot. Like, yeah. and then, you know, there's something though about being able to walk in the footsteps of your past. And feel those feelings mm-hmm. and know that that isn't your life anymore. And know how far you've come and be able to feel those feelings and not drown in them. That is like another level of healing. Yeah. You know, it's like actually, I can hold space for the this trauma that happened to me well interestingly i think there's also pain and nostalgia so which is nostalgia is happy times right but we we can change those happy memory correlations into pain quite easily because it feels like a loss because you don't have those happy times anymore so equally Mm. you can sometimes good times not always traumatic times can still kind of trigger um a painful reaction um mm. i think i think what changed for me this this trip to melbourne is that i just replaced it with gratitude mm. just so grateful to have yeah the people and the place and the memories yeah only 16 years <laughs> and and also the The ripple effects, you know, it's like you have these beautiful experiences that you want to 
you you attach to, I guess. You know what I mean? And you're like, I, I want to live that. that. Like, that that was good. <laughs> I want to keep doing that. <laughs> but it's like sometimes these experiences, they, they launch you into the next thing or they are the, the thing that then ripples you out, like rippled you out to LA from Melbourne, you know? And oh, it's yeah. like... And it's like, how can we not be grateful for the pushing? I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I am literally being pushed out of my life in Brighton right now. Um, Literally, you know, my landlord's given me my notice because she's selling. And it was a bit of a either you jump or get pushed moment because I was thinking of leaving anyway. But it's put me in this state of like grief and gratitude and um, attachment. And like, I'm just like, you know, Brighton and particularly this flat has been my little cocoon for so long. And I know I have to leave the cocoon. I kind of am like a year late, probably. (laughs) But it's just like the actual process of it is, is. Hard, hey? Like it's like. Mm. Well, it's a connection to safety and and shelter, which is you know important as a base level. Then of how you live, where you live, who you interact with, that's a huge part of your life force. is is determined by your your living environment. And I I feel like. It's interesting following following on from some of the conversations we've had lately. But like your home is really connected to your habitual life force level. Mm-hmm. And it's a real reflection of your habitual life force level. I would say in terms of everything like location, expression, reality of like whether you own rent mortgage you know like is really connected and in some ways I feel like I've known I've had to leave this home because I've known that I I'm getting too big energetically for it mm-hmm. and so it's been feeling too tight mm-hmm. um And yet there's, and, you know, we've done all of these 25 activations (laughs) that have, like, super upped my life force level. And yet I can feel the part of me that, like, doesn't want to go next level, you know, Mm -hmm. doesn't want to come out of, of the habitual life force level because that's safe. And it's like... Don't ripple me out. I'm happy. I've got my tribe. I've got my things. I've got, you know, and it's just a really, really, yeah, interesting when the when the home breaks, it's like where where where's the next what's the next level? It's like sometimes or certainly in my life, I've had to like bust out of homes for the next level many times you know and in in fact back to that West Hampstead experience I had to bust myself out of the West Hampstead reality 
Um, and so, yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've had to bust out, but my, my story was more being forced to. So when I left Melbourne, moved to LA, I then got made redundant. And I'd been made redundant in London, which is why I went to Melbourne in the first place. And so I had this connection with like losing job and then losing home because my my place of employment was connected to my visa. So when I when I lost my job in LA, I lost my home, I lost the country, I lost my relationship because that broke down and I lost my job all at the same time. And that's when I found myself at my lowest. Um, and that's when I moved to Canada. And I'd never been to Canada. And I got offered a job in Toronto and I was like, hey, how can life get any worse? I'm off to Canada. And I left Malibu um, and left my convertible behind in the sunshine. And I landed in six foot of snow in Toronto and just went, holy shit, what's happened to my life? <laughs> and I went from this like light and, you know, beach to like snow and freezing cold temperatures for like months on end. I had to get a new wardrobe quick. But um, I met some of the most wonderful people in Canada and I made so many strong connections that are still very close and dear to me today and met just the most fantastic people. And I think that is where my journey of where I've ended up now all started by being cocooned in that darkness and in that snow in, I do in, think, in Toronto. I do think sometimes the cocoon is what you need. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like you, you got to go. I never met before took me in and held me, and I love them dearly. And um, it was a very special time, and it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't have literally been booted out the US of A. So wow. <laughs> everything for a reason, they say, don't they, Karila? That's that's like I said. Did you have a sense that you? I want to ask you. So like. My guys have this thing of like, either you jump or you get pushed. Which one are you going to do? And like, I feel like I could have left, for example, I could have jumped last year and left the flat last year. I just didn't, just didn't, didn't have the balls, didn't have the life force, didn't have the, 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 to do it. And, you know, for that level of pushing, I just want to know, like, did you have a sense that you should have been jumping or was it like a complete curve or like what was I know, the... I know, you know I know I knew then I just didn't have any of the skills tools boundaries to be able to set them I was it was a horrible toxic workplace which destroyed many people not just me awful uh, my relationship had broken down um it was really not healthy for me it wasn't good he wasn't in a good place now I can reflect it wasn't all his fault but it was wasn't pleasant the way things um broke down and I was a mess and I wouldn't have had the guts to leave him unless I lost my job I wouldn't have had the guts to move on from my job because it was attached to my visa and that would have meant leaving him so everything was like all intertwined in the end I had no choice I had 14 yeah. days, like they, when you, you lose your visa, you're like, you've got 14 days. And he, and he was what, like, 14 oh, days. and he was like, oh, by the way, don't love you. I'm leaving you too. Bye. And then I was like, I guess I'm moving to Canada. And so, yeah, it was, um, 
in hindsight, I could have made decisions and been emboldened myself. Oh, this has turned into like a pay pie for fee. Sorry about this, listeners. Um, no, 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 no. It's really, I was thinking the I'm opposite. Afraid. I was like, he's being so vulnerable and brave right now. You might regret this. Um, but yeah, so now I look back and I go, Jesus Christ, I wish I'd done things differently. I wish I'd had the toolkit of resilience of loving myself, which I did not then. So I let all these things happen rather than taking control myself because I didn't, I don't think I knew I could. I was too scared. Um, and what would you say? Scared. You talk about the tools. What tool? Well, my default setting was anger. And at the time I felt everything had been done to me. And mm. now I realize I had a part to play in all that as well. So I think the tools, I mean, I, God bless meditation, right? So my meditation practice and um, my sobriety has changed how I turn up, show up, view the world. Um, I wasn't in a particularly good place in connection to any of that at this time. So if I had been able to make decisions with my heart, I would have made them faster and more definitively. Mm. And I would have put myself first, but I did not do any of that. Yeah, I often think that like <laughs> my life would be so much easier if I would listen a little bit, <laughs> a little bit sooner until the universe is like, right, <laughs> you didn't listen, come on then. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it took another two years for me to finally listen to the universe and it basically gave me every immune system breakdown like my body just broke down because my mind I clearly wasn't listening so it was like okay we're gonna make it impossible for you, you not, to, not to listen because you're gonna have to stay in and go to bed for six weeks and stop and then I got made redundant again and I was like okay here we go again best thing that ever happened <laughs> so you know these these you can only move forward from where you are in that moment and so when things like redundancy or having to leave countries or relationships break down you kind of go in survival mode in that moment um yeah but I got better at being made redundant over the years <laughs> and now I say to people it's a gift it's a gift. it is a gift though it's like change you think create change, change is always a gift always a gift universe is you do not want to be like to me I'm like you know when the universe stops washing the machine washing machine in my life that means time's up hey eh? like you know you've you've landed in the last place you're gonna be time time is time is um I can't remember who said it recently, but I heard, maybe I've mentioned it before, I heard someone say, um, you know, the aging or getting older is a blessing because you're either aging or you're dead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're the oldest you're ever going to be. You should be <laughs> youngest you're ever going to be. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So there's something in that as a kind of perspective life lesson. So, um, so yeah. So to change to change to change to being grateful for the beautiful times that 
with and us and, 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 and the pain and to the fact that if you don't jump the universe will push you because your soul will get you there in the end <laughs> you, you, can, you can change the record at any time it's not stuck mm. so we can get ourselves out of those grooves I want to end with a beautiful memory question. So which is one of the memories you go to for beauty, the energy? Gosh. I mean, there there are a number of them. Um, Do you know what? when you ask me that, I don't have a specific memory comes up. It's just a feeling and I'm always on a beach. Um, actually, no, I do. I do know because I was talking about it with my little flatmate, Helen, just the weekend. It was my 35th birthday. I'd only just arrived in Melbourne. I didn't really know that many people. And so I had these five, five girls. They didn't really know each other. Um, some I worked with, some I lived with, some I'd known for a while. We um we went to this amazing Japanese restaurant and we just had the best time. And I remember just feeling it was so much fun. We had a hoot and it's a memory they all remember as well. Um, and so I can fondly be sitting around that that table at any time I want to kind of revisit a happy, happy memory. Oh, that's so beautiful. And as you're saying it, even I'm feeling the energy hit of it. Thank you. Just one of those moments where you just all connect and just have a, an amazing, amazing evening. So yeah, but there's there's lots of others that uh, I can top myself up with throughout the years. I love it. Collect loads and loads of memories that you can top yourself up with. You know what? That that's something that I invite us all to do just kind of capture those moments and it is about being present it really is when you're fully aligned you're present you're having that collective moment that's when the memory sinks in love it well we've been creating 25 episodes worth of life force memories (laughs) 25 job ups (laughs) <laughs> but the, but we're being so like yeah this will actually probably be like episode 32 so it'll sound oh weird. yeah people know us by now though they know that we're gonna be like <laughs> uh ocd in me is not happy you know anyway <laughs> <laughs> we can publish it early if you want <laughs> um great to chat to you i had no idea where we were going with that conversation um but Perhaps there's something in the resilience message of uh, if life's pushing yeah. you, go with it. Yeah. Either you jump or you get pushed, man. Like, And I think actually, you know, there's a lot of change. We know from David's episode, we know from Bend It Like Pluto that there is serious change coming, man, astrologically. And it's like, maybe it's better to jump rather than get pushed by that change. So, like, maybe if you're like, oh, do I jump, do I jump, do I jump, do I jump? Maybe it's time to jump. Well, on that note, 
I've got to jump myself. Till the next right. time. You've got to jump to bed. May the life force be with you and the memory. We hope this conversation has topped up your life force energy. If it has, then please help us spread the life force. Like, share, subscribe, all of that. <laughs> and may the life force be with all of us. <laughs>